Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Dreams, Seams, and Small Business Things. In today's episode, in honor of Earth Month and Earth Day, I wanted to explain my small business and how it is sustainable and the different sustainable things that I do running my business. In case you don't know or you are new here, my name is Terrence Williams and I run my small business, Terrence Williams Designs. With my small business, I design, create, sew, ship everything myself and everything is made with human rights in mind. So it is genderless, it is size inclusive. The places that I source my fabric, um, the workers are paid fair wages. There is just a real respect for human rights and everything is ethically sourced and sustainably produced. So I just wanted to break down some of the processes behind the scenes and explain how my business is sustainable. But I really wanted to make a sustainable clothing brand that wasn't boring. I feel with a lot of sustainable brands now, it is very much all the same thing. So everyone is doing activewear or athleisure. So we see a lot of hoodies and sweatshirts and sweatpants and joggers. And everything is basically in neutral tones. We see a lot of basics, a lot of t-shirts, a lot of tank tops, again, a lot of sweaters. There's really not a lot of fun It is, you know, grays, blacks, whites, tans, off-whites, that kind of monotone color palette, solid colors. And I wanted to switch it up. I wanted to do things that were fun and vibrant and full of prints and colors and wanted to show that sustainability and sustainable fashion could be done in a different way and has a different spin to sustainability. So one of the ways that my brand is sustainable actually doesn't even have to do with the clothing. It has to do with the shipping. So I use poly mailers, but they are all made from recycled plastic or they are compostable. And I get my mailers from a few different places, but the one thing that they all have in common is that you can reuse them in a ton of different ways. So some of the mailers have a dual strip, so you can open the bag and there's still another strip for you to be able to close the bag. So if you have to ship something else or you want to reuse it for a gift, whatever it is, Uh, you're able to then use the bag multiple times and you're able to ship it again if USPS didn't put it through the ringer before you received it. (laughs) But that's why I love those bags because, again, you can reuse them. And if you decide to not reuse them, if you're not shipping out anything or don't have another use for it, what's great is you can recycle them. And then some of the bags are compostable, which means that you can put them with your compost and they will biodegrade and go right back into the environment. So there is no leftover waste. There is no harm on the environment. And it is just a more eco-friendly way of shipping things uh, opposed to the plastic mailers 
And I really wish more small businesses would use recycled or uh, compostable mailers. I see small businesses that are using the bubble mailers and they ship out hundreds and hundreds of packages, which that is absolutely amazing. Congratulations to them. I just wish that they were more mindful of their environmental impact. And I understand the bubble mailers are cute and they're holographic and maybe they have their logo or whatever the situation may be, but there definitely is a more sustainable way of shipping. And I urge small business owners to really look into that. The other way that my business is sustainable with shipping is that I use the USPS pickup. So this is a service that USPS offers. You can go to the website and you can check if your location is one that is available. But how it works for me is when USPS comes to drop off my regular mail, they pick up my mail and my packages. I let them know that I am a small business and that uh, I will be shipping out packages almost every day. So I go online and I will fill out the page where it is a pickup request. So you are requesting for your packages to be picked up. And it gets pretty detailed. You have to tell them how many packages you are uh, shipping or how many packages they have to pick up. And you let them know if it's like priority express mail, if it's just regular mail, if it's letters, you let them know all the details, how much it weighs approximately, uh, the day that you would like it picked up, and then a request gets sent. And then when they come to drop off your mail, you will get have your packages picked up. And it's so convenient for me because I don't have to run back and forth to the post office every day. And so that saves on gas, that saves on trips back and forth to the post office, uh, CO2 emissions. It just makes it a lot more convenient because they're already here. They might as well take the packages. It all ends up back at the same spot. So I have a pretty good relationship with my mail carrier. Uh, I think he gets pretty annoyed with all the packages. <laughs> but we are pretty much on the same page when it comes to him picking up my packages. And he has it down to a science now. And uh, it's it's good on that front. But again, it just makes it so convenient because... Again, I don't have to run back and forth to the post office, which is using gas, um, which creates CO2, which goes into the environment. So this is just more efficient. So moving on from shipping, I love to source fabric locally um, and love to source it from responsible sources. So sourcing fabric locally is uh, an act of sustainability because one, I don't have to have it shipped to me, uh, which again, incurs uh, different environmental factors and uh, different environmental effects. 
but being able to just uh, take public transportation and go downtown or to Harry Hines Boulevard and shop at the diff- in the different fabric stores in our fabric district, uh, again, I get to support local businesses and I get to give back to the a local economy and support small businesses. And there's nothing more sustainable than helping other small businesses grow and succeed and, and raising awareness and really rallying around them and helping the community rally around those small businesses. It is paying it forward. So I'm getting amazing, gorgeous fabrics and I don't have to wait, you know, a week or more for it to ship or get to me. And then they are getting my business and repeated a repeated business because I go back and I purchase more and different things. And so it's a great way to develop a really good relationship within the community, but also with other small business owners. We really get to know each other and we get to know, uh, they get to know my needs and what I'm looking for and what I'm interested in and uh, having that support is really great and really valuable. So I really think it's important to shop locally. And I think you can really do a lot of good shopping locally. I also love to shop locally because that's where I get a majority or all of my dead stock fabric. So in case you don't know what dead stock fabric is, it's fabric that was once in production that may no longer be in production. And it usually ends up incinerated and ends up in a landfill. But there are fabric kind of warehouses or outlets. I know the LA Garment District is really known for having a lot of really good dead stock fabric where you can purchase it and purchase it pretty inexpensively. And so you, when you buy it, you are saving it. You're saving it from a landfill. You are saving it from being incinerated. And I like to say that I'm breathing new life into something that was discarded. So it truly is one man's trash is another man's treasure. And I've been able to create some absolutely gorgeous and stunning, beautiful, unique pieces from dead stock fabric. I think the downside of it is that the fabric that you get is the fabric that you get. With it being dead stock, you are not able to get any more of it. So if you find something that you really like at these fabric stores, I would grab it because if you go back the next time, it might not be there. But also if you have a bestseller on your hands and then it sells out, you're kind of SOL. (laughs) Because again, you're not able to find that fabric again. But I think those pieces, those maybe one or two of a kind pieces that you get from Deadstock Fabric, people get so excited for, at least with me and my small business. So it just creates excitement around the garment because it is one of a kind or two of a kind. So people have that special, unique piece from Terrence Williams Designs that no one else has. I currently have a collection of uh, open cardigans that are all made from Deadstock Fabric. And so they are you know, one of a kind. So if you buy one of those open cardigans, you will be the only one to have that print, that color, that style. So I think that's that's pretty cool. I think it's really unique. And again, it just creates that special bond between the customer and the item because it is one of a kind and no one else will have it. So again, I love to shop locally, not only to support small businesses in the community, but also for dead stock fabric. 
the other way that I like to source my fabric from responsible places is Spoonflower. So Spoonflower is an online website where you can purchase not just fabric, and they have so many different kinds of fabric, but you can also purchase wallpaper and home decor and a ton of other things. What is unique about Spoonflower is that it is print on demand. So you put in your order and then they print it for you. And so there's no extra backstock. There's no extra inventory as people order is as they print things. And they are based here in the United States in the Carolinas. And what is great about their printing process is it's revolutionary in that it only uses about a thimble of water in order to print the fabrics. And when I tell you they have so many different fabrics, they have regular cotton fabrics, cotton jersey, they have silky fabrics, they have stuff for outdoor uh, fleece. They're adding new fabrics constantly, so there is something for everyone. And all of the fabric, the patterns, are made by artists and um, like digital artists. And so you are supporting artisans and you are supporting small business owners and you are supporting creatives not only by uh, buying the fabric but also by creating the designs and tagging them so again it's another way to show your support for artists and small business owners and I love to do it because Again, it's it's such a sustainable way of buying fabric with it being print on demand. There is no extra. There is no waste. So definitely check out Spoonflower. There are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of prints to choose from. You literally can find anything. <laughs> Another way that my business is sustainable, speaking of designs, is uh, zero waste designs. So if you don't know what zero waste designs are, how I like to explain it is that um, all of the material that is purchased is used in the creation of the garment, accessory, whatever it is. So we have zero waste or little to no waste. So if I'm buying a yard of fabric, I am using that whole yard of fabric. And this is apparent with my caftan dresses. So the caftan dresses are little waist or low waist. I do have to cut out the neckline. But aside from that, the rest of the fabric is used in the design. So if I am buying three yards of fabric, almost all three yards of that are used. Another way that my business has zero waste designs is with my wristlets and my zipper pouches. So a yard of fabric will net me about eight wristlets or zipper pouches. And every bit of it is used. So 
not only is the main component part of that eight yards, the main zipper pouch, the body, the pocket, everything, but also the little tab and the wristlet strap. So every single part of it is used. And then fabric from other projects, like my dusters and my caftan dresses. I work with a lot of sequin and embroidered tool fabric. A lot of that is left over and then used on the zipper pouches. So I have a collection of wristlets right now that have this um, overlay. So there is the tool embroidered overlay over the canvas. And then it opens up to reveal a big pocket inside. So if I have leftover fabric from a duster, I will then use that leftover fabric to make a wristlet. So all of the wristlets have matching dusters and all of the dusters have matching wristlets. And that's because I'm able to use the leftover fabric to, again, create something new. So instead of just discarding it, I really like to use as much of it as possible. And that came from wanting to be sustainable, but also because I spent a lot of damn money on that fabric. (laughs) I spent a lot of money on that fabric. So I want to get the most use out of it as I can. I really want to get my money's worth. (laughs) So I am using all of it. (laughs) And then the fifth way that my small business is sustainable is that 5% of the sales that come through Stripe on my website are donated to Stripe Climate. And so Stripe Climate is an initiative that funds Um, researchers and small businesses and initiatives that are removing carbon from the atmosphere. And they do this in a ton of different ways. Every initiative is different. There are some that are doing things related to cleaning up the beaches and resanding them. There are some that take the CO2 out of the atmosphere and then make cement, and then they are able to go into lower poor income areas and re-cement the sidewalks or uh, do people's driveways with gravel and, and a ton of different things. Um, it is way, way above my understanding. (laughs) The scientific process of being able to take CO2 from the atmosphere and then being able to create like cement and gravel or uh, pavement is, I don't get it. (laughs) All I know is that through your purchases and support, we are able to fund those initiatives, which is absolutely amazing to me. And to date, we have raised a little over $5,299 for these initiatives. So again, thank you all so much for your support. Um, and when it's really easy to do, it's not like you there's an, an added step for y'all. But when you are on the website and you are going to check out, if you are just paying with your debit or credit card and not going through PayPal or Apple Pay or Afterpay, if you're just paying regularly, 5% of your transaction then goes to these initiatives and uh, to Stripe. 
So again, thank you to everyone who has just been so amazing and so supportive uh, with this uh, Stripe Climate 5% of sales pledge. It has been absolutely amazing to fund these initiatives and to be able to give back. It was really important for me to not just have a small business that talked about creating change, but that actually created change and didn't just talk about sustainability, but was actually about sustainability and taking these steps and initiatives to um, make it real and to make it tangible and to actually show and do the hard work that goes into sustainability. So that includes educating people and uh, doing the right thing on my end, which for me, part of it is uh, donating that or contributing that 5% to Stripe Climate. So again, thank you all so much for the support in that. And those are the five ways that my small business is sustainable. I hope that this inspires you all to be a little more sustainable with your small businesses and to be a little more sustainable in your life. And I want everyone to remember that the easiest, most simplest way to be sustainable and to be a sustainability advocate is just to consume less. It doesn't help to shame people for shopping fast fashion. It doesn't help people. It doesn't help to shame or bully people for not recycling, um, that really doesn't have the desired effect and outcome. What I really think works is just educating and just telling people that uh, every little small step counts towards sustainability. You don't have to throw away all of your plastic containers and switch to glass. You don't have to buy the expensive compost. You don't have to buy into sustainability. Just making little changes and not over-consuming is probably the easiest way. Specifically when it comes to fashion, you don't necessarily have to buy from sustainable brands in order to be a sustainability advocate. You can buy from sustainable brands. You can even buy from Shein, even though I hope you don't. <laughs> Aside from having a horrible sustainability record, they also have a horrible human rights um, record. But if you must buy from Shein or you must buy from Forever 21 or you must buy from Fashion Nova or Boohoo or whoever... You don't need to do a $500, $1,000 Shein haul. You, you just don't. Buy a few pieces that you know you are going to wear, that you know are going to be staples in your wardrobe, that are going to stand the trendy tests of time, and that you're going to want to wear over and over and over again. And, and just buy those pieces. But you, you don't need to overconsume. And I know some sustainability advocates are probably saying, oh my gosh, don't say that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm sure that you're not very happy with me now. But again, I don't think it's fair to shame people for shopping fast fashion. Everyone has their reasons. And uh, the main thing is just not to overconsume. And so with that, 
I hope that you are able to make some sustainable changes in your life. Start slow. It is a process. No one is perfect. There is no perfect sustainability advocate. I'm not even perfect with my sustainability. There's always room for improvement, but it's just the fact that you are getting out there and trying and making an effort and doing the best that you can with what you have. So with that, I hope you have an amazing Earth Month and Earth Day, and I will see y'all in the next podcast. Bye!